Hi, I'm Vanessa, a birth and postpartum doula, the modern doula. It takes a village to raise a child, and we built a village for you. In this podcast, we bring together leading obstetricians, mums, midwives, and more to empower you through every stage of your journey. Let us together develop a personalized approach that embraces the fact that no birth is the same. Each mother and baby's journey are unique and special in their own way. Hi guys, today we talk to Helen. She's a midwife, she's a unit manager, she's a mum. We talk about all things midwifery and doulering in this episode. Stay tuned and hope you enjoy it. Hi Helen, hey. how are you? Good, thank you for welcoming me <laughs> onto your super duper podcast. <laughs> I know, Helen is very exciting. And to, I get to, the biggest thing is, is I get to work with you. You do. Always, not just here on the podcast. No. You were in my very first birth. I'll never forget. I can remember it, actually. When I was looking through your Instagram, I was like, yeah, I remember that. I yeah. remember everything about it. I was looking after the patient. Yeah, I remember. I was, like, nervous because it's the first time being yeah, in that space. It. Well, that's good yeah. that I didn't know what, like. You now, knew what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's still obviously, you You know, people have welcomed you into your space. So yeah. it's a vulnerable setting and you know that, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. I think when I was there and. You welcomed me in straight away. Always. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about what you do. So you're a midwife. I'm a midwife. So I um, became a midwife in 2010 um, after having all of my children. Yeah. Um, My youngest was three. Yeah. So it was busy, busy time having to juggle uni placements. We used to do a uni placement of eight weeks and then a hospital placement so you did your studies in the uk UK. so in wales i'm from wales and we emigrated to australia in 2012 um so anyway decided um when my son was nine months that's it this is my time i want to do something that i've always fancied doing and obviously having my first child at 27 weeks i spent a lot of time in the nicu um was looked after by many many midwives who so not only did you have a premi bubba you yeah. decided to go back to university. Yeah. Or but, go to university. Yeah, but that was kind of down the track after Still, having two more children. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But bring it on. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so after spending so much, like, night, she was in NICU for nine weeks, spent oh, lots of time with midwives, hard. and, you know, they, and I just remember the feeling that I got from them, how yeah. looked after I felt, you know, how much they information they gave me, you know, when I was sitting next to the baby crying, you know, this is why this happened to me. You know, just a gentle arm around me made me feel a lot better. And I yeah. thought, you know, one day I want to I want to give back. But, you know, down the track, spoke to my husband after having my little one and said, right, this is it. This is my time. Right. Okay, then what do you want to do? I said, I think I want to be a midwife. He said, you think or you know? No, I want to be a midwife. Yeah. So I applied because I was out of school for so long because I was a mature student. I applied for Love access it. to nursing <laughs> course. Yeah. Um, and then I got I went to college part time over two years and did a you know, like an introduction course to nursing, okay. so doing a lot of sciences and yep. things. Um, and I remember being sat there in one of my lectures, and one of the the women said, "Oh, you know, being a midwife is really competitive. You probably won't get a place in uni." And that just made me more determined. I was like, "Well, why wouldn't I get a place?" You know, yeah, it's I'm, I'm going to try else. as hard as I can. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I did. I applied for two different universities, and I got into the one that I really wanted, and that that was it. I, you know, 
studied hard to and fro with the little ones in school. Thank goodness for a good supportive family. My husband was good. My mother-in-law couldn't have done it without her. Okay. She was yeah. my, you know, my yeah. go-to. Yeah. She was always picking the kids. So how old was the youngest when you were starting? He was three. Wow. So I did the access to nursing course over two years. So he was yeah. nine months. And to be fair, the poor child had to sit on the floor playing, watching Barney while I was doing my assignments. But, you know, he's, he's done all right for himself. <laughs> he's good. He's yes. fine. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so then I started uni, made a But look at the inspiration. Like, as much as we think that we're damaging our children by doing certain things, what an inspiration he looks back and says, look what my mum did. Yeah, he probably wouldn't say that being a 21-year-old, but you know, yeah, well, you know he's what all right. Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> he's planning on going to university to do his master's soon. See? So, yeah, yeah. Barney did him no harm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, then yeah. you, fin- you so, finished? Or no, you got, so yeah. um, two years down the track then, I was just about to finish my second year, I got a breast cancer diagnosis, which was a little bit, you know, dreadful. Yeah. Um, I think I take it for granted now I'm 15 years down the track, but at the time it was horrific. Um, again, great family support. I did had two surgeries, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, Carried on with uni for a little bit until I thought, oh, this is a bit too much. The chemo yeah. brain is a thing. Your brain? Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't focus. I didn't do placement because of risk of infection. And yep. then I just thought, you know, let's just take some time out. Yeah. So then I joined another cohort then. Okay. So I finished, so I basically did my degree over four years. Yeah. With a little, you know, blip in, in between. Blip. Yeah. Yes. So again, met another really good group of girls. So I've made lots and lots of friends who are still in touch with now in the UK. And then I ended up working in the hospital where I had two of my children. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Where you wanted the full circle of wanting to go back. Yeah, exactly where I wanted to be. And to give. Yeah, worked with people that looked after me while having my kids. Yeah. Brilliant mentors during my studying and then great colleagues as well. Do you think the cancer, like you said, the bleep? Gave you more drive to Definitely. what you wanted to do? Yeah. All I wanted to do was become a midwife. And I never, I thought, obviously, you get a cancer diagnosis and you think of everything. You think, obviously, you think of your children, you think yeah. of what you leave, what you would leave behind. But I was yeah. very lucky. It was early stage one. Yep. You know, got rid of the cancer and then it was, you know, time time to get going again. I was always, always a little bit envious watching the girls out on placement when I was kind of at home after my chemo, feeling very sorry for myself. You have ever, like... Yeah, it's, it was it's tough. tough. It's tough. It was tough. Yeah. It was tough at the time, but we got through And you it. had little ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's... Luckily, my youngest was very protected, you know. He didn't really yeah. know what was going on. I yeah. think it did affect my eldest a little bit. Yeah. You know, they were 15 at the time. But, you know, it's not fun when you think you're going to lose your mum no. at such a young age. But we got through it. Yeah. And here I am. There you go. Here I am. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, and then you came to Australia. I did. And people ask me why. I've got no answer to that question. <laughs> okay. Spontaneous. Yeah. You know, to... you just think, let's do something different. Um, you watch all the programs Wanted Down Under and you think, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Work-life balance, even though it's the same here as it's, at home. Working full-time, you don't really get that much downtime. But... Yeah, yeah. So now tell your role here in Australia. Okay, so like? I started working for Epworth as soon as I arrived. So basically I had my interview on the telephone from the UK. So it was kind of 11.30 at night UK time, first thing in the morning here. So yes. it was a little bit like... At the end of the interview, I don't even know what I was saying because I was so tired, but I got the job. Okay, so they must yes. have liked my mumbling. Yeah. Um, so then I started, I used to rotate through postnatal and birth suite. Yep. 
Um, and then, you know, as time went on, you, you get seen as a more senior midwife because, you know, <laughs> age and everything age, yes. and experience. And yeah. then I was offered, a, you know, a permanent role on birth suite, which was great because rotating, look, although I love the postnatal period, you know, I just, birth suite was always my passion, even okay. as a student, labor ward, delivering babies, helping to bring babies into the world was, yeah. a, was, a, was where I wanted to be. Yeah. Um, so then, um, time went on and, a uh, couple of the associate nurse unit managers left and then there was a couple of vacancies. So I thought, oh, well, why not? Yeah. My old manager who, um, is not at Epworth anymore. She yeah. just, every time I used to walk past, she'd say, do you want to be an A&M? And I said, no, I don't. No, I don't. It's too much pressure, too much pressure. But then she ground me down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I applied and had the interview and yeah. Yeah. So I think I've been doing that, I can't even tell you, I think three years now. Three years. Yeah. I see you with your runners. Yeah. Scooting from room to room. room. To room. With my apron, one off, one on. Yeah, ready yeah. to ready, ready to, to help. help. And I'm Helen, I'm just a helper. <laughs> you're not just a helper. I know <laughs> you all what you do. You just say, I'm just going to meet you when the baby comes. Yeah. You pop in and Yeah, and come just in. stay out of the way and just kind of. Be there if needed. Yeah. You know, my role isn't to be right up in the woman's face because that's all under control. Yeah. And what part of it do you love the most? Like we know that you, like it is, it's just like <clears throat> when people talk about birth and there's so many elements, you would oh, know. Yeah. Yeah, but what, what draws you into that birth space then? Is it the watching, for me, yeah. it's watching transformation. Yeah. Like it's yeah. instant, right? I think for me, being a midwife, it's kind of being there, guiding the woman through, you know, reassuring her. It's They're so vulnerable. Yeah. Regardless of what number baby it is, the vulnerability it shows, you know, you've, even if they're on their third baby, they're still scared. Yeah. More so probably because they know what's coming. They know what to expect. You know, women deal with pain in very different ways. Yeah. Um, I love the the transitional phase of labor <laughs> yes I love hearing that grunt that women make when they're about to give birth I just think oh, it just comes just, out oh, of nowhere it does it's like you can all even sometimes you can hear it from the room yeah, next door I or in the it. hallway you're like oh yeah something's happening in there sat, yeah I could be sat at the desk and you can hear things going on and I'm like oh listen to that that, that noise is just so good yeah I, I even remember like through friends and things that before I even got into this work and they were like, oh, my goodness. Like the scream or the yeah. noise that came yeah. out of it was just, I've never, like, no. it's just a I've whole. never laboured personally myself. I had cesareans with my yeah. kids. Obviously the first one was an emergency. But, um, and I often wonder what I would have been like in labour. <laughs> like the screaming. I don't know. The grunt. The yeah. grunt is a, you know. The it's, a, it's It's a roar. It it's is. like empowered. Yeah. Like from their feet, I think. You know, from, that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> from the from the ground up. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> so obviously one thing that you taught me is that once we had an information night and you talked it what the the meaning of a doula is. Uh, and meaning of a, of a midwife. midwife. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So lots of people say to me, Oh, you know, midwife must be a great job being around all those babies. I'm like, Yeah, the babies are wonderful, but you know, the the role of a midwife is to be with woman. So you're with that woman. Yeah. You know, you you're guiding her through every single emotion that she has got from beginning to end, you know? And then, you know, you see that, again, raw emotion when that baby's born and it's just, it's always amazing. Yeah. When things go well, it's amazing. But, you know, I've been faced with some 
not so amazing situations as well. And I think you've got to... We have got together. To, yeah, yeah. You've got to learn to manage that and manage your emotions and debrief and make sure that you're supported when you go through things that don't go well. We obviously see a lot of, in the media and socials and things like that, about birth trauma. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. It is a thing. And from a midwife's perspective, what what could be in my eyes as everything is normal to a woman, it's completely different. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, you can see obstetric emergencies that are managed very well. Yeah. Um, and then you talk to the woman and say, you know, under those circumstances, everything went really well. But to them, it's it's there and it stays there for a very long time. Do you think time. that's not enough prep work before walking into that space? Like not understanding the full elements that birth yeah, is not sometimes. so linear? Yeah. I mean, some people have got... Some people cover every aspect of, and they're focused on what could go wrong. Yeah. Others just don't want to talk about it. So that's where I suppose your role as a doula, yeah. you can prepare them for every scenario. I mean, you're not going to sit there and tell them yeah. terrible We've, things, but yeah. you, you can kind of say, look, sometimes you're going to have a situation where there will be 10 people in the room, but every person in that room has got a role. Yeah. And they're there to help the situation run as smoothly as possible. Yeah. And it does. I think I think I always say, and I'll say it in probably every podcast, mm. knowledge is power. Definitely. And I think when you know all prepared, you know how to respond, not only for you, but for your partner or your friend yeah. or whoever's in that space with you. Yeah. Because obviously it's happening to the woman. Mm. And then for the partner to watch or the friend or the mother or whoever's oh, in that space... Yeah, you see some of them stood there and they're they're white. Yeah. And the, and a, and a, the role of a midwife as well, you've got to you've got to read the room. You've got to look at what's going on. Yeah. Beside the woman as well because the last thing you want is your partner. Well, we were talking on be- the floor before the podcast is that I, I'm a very emotional person. So sometimes when babies are born, I cry. And I said, have you ever noticed that I cry? Yeah, I do. And yeah, I'm not supposed to because <laughs> yes. you're trying to hide it. I hide it. Those masks are really great. The mask has been the very good, yeah. I suppose. It's one good thing. And but, it's not um, sad tears. It's just that. It's happy tears. Yeah, yeah you just cry. like, yeah. like it's just, especially when I've known the back end, the stories of these, these couple, this mother that's, that's and right. it's such another level. And it was as soon mm. as that baby cries, mm. it's a guys, big, it's, it's a just feeling. like, of relief as well. Yeah. That they've got their baby after such a long journey. And um, I find that the room goes silent. It Do does. you find that? It does. Like, I don't know, from like for you, from me on the other end, like for you, is it silent? Because to me, I'm like, when this is no, all I happening think... and the pushing and the babies come, yeah. it's like, even though that I know you're in the corner. I'm alert to everything that's going on. Yeah. I'm always looking, I'm one step ahead. And that's, I think, when you've been a midwife for a while, I mean, I haven't been a midwife for that long, really, just over 13 and a half years. But I think throughout the years, you have to prepare one step ahead. You need to be one step ahead of everything that's going on. Yeah. So while that baby's crying, I'm thinking of the next thing. I'm asked, I'm thinking, right, what does this obstetrician want? You have now? to be a multitasker. You do. You know, you have to, even though I'm stood in the corner, I'm always looking. Yeah, <laughs> always we know. Watching. And it's funny because <laughs> even now, like I know when even <clears throat> things are happening and what I know, yeah, they don't know. The couple don't know. No, they don't. They will remember all bits and pieces. And That's I think right. too, where you'll know that you'll. Yeah. I always say to my clients too, you. It feels like a lifetime in that event, 
and it's only like seconds. Yeah, that's right. Like it feels like an hour for them. Yeah. And like when I take the photos in the birth space, mm. and they'll be like, "Oh, this," and I'm like, "Oh, that was like an that was like ten minutes." Yeah. And so I'm like, when you no, hear actually, the alarm go off from the resuscitator, five minutes and then ten minutes, you think, "Oh, that time went really quickly." Yeah. It's so quick. Yeah. Like I don't realise time yeah, in that time space. Yeah, go quickly. Yeah. yeah. How do you, so you obviously had little children going yeah. into midwife. Yeah. And how did you cope with shift work? Um, a supportive mother-in-law. Yeah. And my husband as well. He didn't, you know, he's a shift worker now, but he wasn't back then. So, yeah. you know, it was good. He could go into work late, drop the kids off to school or, or before school and after school clubs were lifesavers. Yeah. Sometimes my children would start at eight o'clock and be collected at six o'clock. Yeah. That is a long day for a small child. Yeah, I you think, know? I think it's the, massive. I think the same. Yeah. Like, they, well, different for me, like, because I don't know. Like, you would have an idea when you're going into work. I yeah. don't. No, that's right. I just get called and yeah. I'm off and I yeah. go and they know the doula bag comes out, that there's yeah. something happening. Yeah. They just don't know if I'm going to be there in the morning when they wake up But or that's not. their lifestyle as well, isn't it, now? They'll, they'll know that that's their lifestyle. It's so funny. I picked up my daughter from school the other day. And she's a preppy, so she's got to stand in a line, like a yellow line, and wait for the parents to get yeah. collect them. And she was screaming across to the other kids, that's my there. doula. Oh, that's my doula. doula. That's my doula. And Not I was like, I was I'm like, your yeah, I'm like, yeah, thanks. And all these kids were like, what? What's a doula? Yeah. But it's funny to talk about that is that one of my girls did art class over school holidays. And the she's like, oh, mom, you know, I was talking to the lady that was teaching me art class and I told her what you did and I was like, oh, yes. She kept saying, oh, so she's a midwife. Oh, yeah. So how do your kids describe Yeah, so she just says, oh, you know, I help the doctors and the mid. Well, she did say midwives yeah. bring the babies out. So yeah. she's like, oh, so she's a, she's, she's a, a midwife. She's a midwife. And my daughter was like, no. Oh, bless her. She's a doula. Yeah. And I was like. And so she was trying she's to explain. She's the doula. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, she's six and she's yeah. still edu- she's yeah. educating people what a doula is. So it's interesting yeah. to see because yeah. everyone, and we have different roles, right? Yeah. I mean, in the UK, like I was saying to you earlier, we don't, I can't really remember a time where there was a doula in the room. Really? NHS, <laughs> very different. Obviously, we're in yeah. private practice and women are. So you think probably, different. I know that home births. Home births, yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, the in the UK, in the UK, is yeah. bigger than obviously yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when I was a student, I used to work um, with some amazing midwives that worked in the birth center. Yeah. So we'd go out to people at home. I yeah. never actually was involved in a home birth, but we used to go out and see people in labor at home, and then yeah, you know, and the midwife that I worked alongside was very protective over me. She used to, oh, I'm not calling you in the middle of the night. It's not fair. You have to travel all that. Like it was a 45 minute drive because yeah. you'd get there and. You know, you would have missed it anyway. Like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, I need to get births. You have to get births as a student. Yeah. 40. Same with as a doula yeah. and same as. That's right. How many do you have to do? 40 vaginal births. Wow. Is it still the same here? It's 30 now. Wow. So, Chemist Warehouse Pick of the Week is today water wipes. Firstly, it's an essential for your hospital bag. I also love it because they are all chemical free, natural free. The biggest thing too, it's proven and ticked by midwives. They're perfect. They're 99% water. Can you ask for anything else? To be honest, it's something that you would definitely and highly recommend to have always. 
And so you have to follow them through their journey, right? So like do you do pre you don't prenatal? No, but you yeah, yeah, so you do different placements, you would do that. But yeah. you had um women that you would follow. Yeah. Um, they have they have to do I'm not sure here six to ten I think here yeah. don't quote me on that but the students that I work with are probably saying oh, Helen no that's not right but, <laughs> yes but in the UK it wasn't we just have to do one or two a year and yeah. I am still in contact with my very first follow through really yeah it's yeah. that bond right yeah. yeah like you just you'll yeah. always have it I, I went it's... back to the UK um, not long ago and I looked after. Um, a magnificent woman and mm. they've been trying for a baby for a long, long, long time. Lots of IVF and she would not mind me mentioning her and she mm. had twin boys. Wow. And she laboured and ended up having to have a caesarean and I was there. So I was kind of the first person to hold the boys no. and to take the photograph of the dad holding the twins. Well, I, you know, and so then she was funny. She brought the twins along to meet me when I was in the UK and made them sit there and have a photograph with really? me. And they were like, Mom, really? Yeah, yeah, but it was so nice to see them. I know the the bond. Like I know that even like my clients that have bonded with you, the midwives on the wall, they never forget you. They don't. They'll know. They'll remember. Yeah, and you've got this beautiful blonde bob. Everyone's gonna remember. (laughs) I've got a good hairdresser. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they'll have to message if anybody wants to know she is. (laughs) DM you. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So obviously. Well, there is a little bit of stigmas here in Australia about doulas and midwives. Yeah. Do you think there's, well, we all have our own place, right? Yeah. And I don't think, and I remember being coming to Epworth, obviously, you know, working with Joe and Yeah. And I was nervous, but I've never felt that upstairs with you girls. Like you, no, you because you're part of the team. You know, you go, you're in the room, you can see, you know, and the midwives looking after the women that you're yeah. with, you know, you're, they always say, oh, it's great having Vanessa there, you know, you go out and you get their heat packs and you do this and, yeah. you know, it's great. Yeah. I mean, midwives, even, you know, on quieter shifts, there's a lot to do. I always wonder, you know, when they don't have a doula, what do they do in there? Like, what do the patients do? I know you guys are there monitoring. Well, yeah, we have to yeah. do the things you do, which yeah. is fine because that's what we're there for. But, yeah. you know, I think... Um, being a midwife is it you because are because I watch you guys, sometimes. yeah. Like you are doing so much, and yeah. sometimes when the obstetrician comes in, you are doing things. Yeah. When the anaesthetist is coming in for yeah. an epi, you're like got you you've know got to do you've got to be in your position supporting the woman yeah. and assisting the anaesthetist, yeah, and making sure the husband's not going to pass out in the corner when he sees any form of needle, yeah, because that happens. It does. Yeah, I've had to step over partners, put them down on the floor with a pillow under their head, and just say, "Don't move." I'll get back to you in a minute. <laughs> just leave <laughs> just them. stay there. Just leave them. There. Well, it does happen. That's one of the first things I do ask with yeah. the partner. I'll say just to them. Show them where the chair so is. So what do you like in a yeah. in a situation That's like right. this? And when I know something's happening, yeah. I'll say to them, Yeah. Look the other way. Yeah. Like it's a good time to Yeah. Or I'll say, if this is happening, what do you feel? Yeah. If you need to, because it's okay for them to step out. I think That's they right. I think they feel they're under pressure to stay there constantly. Yeah. And then they feel the, maybe that little bit of guilt if they're not there constantly. But then again, that's what your role is good for as well. You could advise the partner, birth partner, whoever they are, to yeah, take yeah. a break themselves. Yeah. Because it's overwhelming. And so obviously we know that we're, like when we you mentioned it before that people think, oh, it's beautiful, there's, you know, 
babies and lots yeah, of babies. Yeah. And they'll see my social media and think it's beautiful and glamorous all the time. Not all the time. It's as not. we know. Yeah. And there's been time you know, there's times that it's it's hard. It's not that it's it's a beautiful result, but it's another level that people yeah. won't understand what we carry as right. being in that space. Yeah. And it's that's where it's important to debrief. Debrief with your colleagues, the obstetrician, yeah. the woman, you know, if you're not clear on what's happening in the room. I mean, you kind of, you know, you've seen enough now to know kind of where things are heading sometimes. Yeah. And that's where my role as a in charge comes in where I have to, I'm always looking for that. Yeah. Even though that sounds really pessimistic. Yeah. Um, you know, everything, when everything's going great, fantastic. But in my head, I'm preparing for something to go wrong without sounding negative. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a negative thing. It's just you have to be prepared. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of watch constantly at what could happen next yeah. and make sure you've got the right drugs, the right equipment, the right people, yeah. the right help. I I remember a birth that we've been in together and there was, we had a, a post-birth hemorrhage. Mm. Yeah. And I remember... Being in that space, obviously you've got your role, everyone's got their role. And I remember the dad, mum was obviously not quite well at the time. Yeah, and I remember grabbing Bubby and yeah. said to the dad, come on, take okay. your top off. Yeah. That's it. That's your role. I was like, take your top off. Mm. He sat there with Bubby on his chest. Yeah. Perfect. And with everything that was going on, he was protected with what was happening yeah, at the time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And so he looks back and doesn't go, oh my goodness. Yeah, he was good. so in his space of good. Bubby. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was very much jumped to the left because the vomit just came right at me. Mm, and we do, we do, I think people don't realize how much. You never we, get used to vomit. <laughs> vomit, water. Yeah. Uh, you water, know, fine. I've actually, a funny story, I actually looked yeah. after somebody in labor once. Um, a long time ago and she was on the bed and it's when we used to wear the the very like nice shirts oh yeah because you guys always scrubs like yeah, scrub kind yeah. of uniform yeah um her waters went at such a force it went right down my top wow it, it does was, like it it's... was and I was just like oh I couldn't move because she was in labor and she was about to have everything I'm there and oh no I a... didn't have an apron on <laughs> oh your apron there it's funny because there's a reason why I wear black yeah I generally, I'm not sensible. I wear black in that space because you yeah. don't know what you're going to get. You do not. You just, and it's so interesting because I was explaining it to someone and I'm like, people just don't realise, as I said, you obviously see my social media and what that looks like, but behind the scenes, I wish we all had it's, a GoPro on. It's not And so I could see it. It's no glam. And that people don't realise no. what, like, wipe, like we're, I'm literally wiping things up with towels and yeah. doing things yeah. like that, but that's. Keeping oh, I'm it. down on my knees cleaning the floor sometimes <laughs> and I think to myself, oh, this isn't glamorous at all. But yeah, you don't go into midwifery no. for the guy. I think even with any type of medical yeah. nursing, like it's just, yeah. it's not what and, and you see it as. And it's, it's in you to just deal with it. You do. You just. I'm um, not good with vomit though. Still? Still not keen. But you deal with it. Yeah, I've become a ninja. Like yeah, I can... sort of know when there's something, <laughs> something when something's coming at yeah, me, I duck. just know where I was like either the bin or the vomit bags. Yeah. I'm like, I know where they are. Like where I tuck it behind something because I know it's coming. Like you it's get, just like. Yeah, you get used to it and you do tend to mouth breathe a lot. Yeah. So you don't get the smell. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> but through COVID, great. You've got your mask. Yeah, on. I did notice with the N95 masks. Of N95s. It, it's just maybe two. Not I remember COVID, during the pandemic watching you guys. Like obviously, I was in the space and doing, but watching you in your full getup, oh, wearing it's, it's your exhausting, wearing your mask, yeah, wearing your shields, wearing your gold, like the yeah. sweat that we yeah. would get under there, yeah. like it was just. Yeah. Do you on. find that it was a bit hard, like looking at midweek? Like, do you think people said, "No, I can't," because being tired think, post the pandemic? Yeah, and I think though, obviously, in private practice, we were very protected. Yeah, you know, if you go into the um, public maternity units where they've got designated COVID labour spaces, yeah, I mean, we were very protected with our women. Yeah, um, we didn't have that many, thankfully. Yeah. Um, we screen everybody, but you don't usually get somebody that's just going to rock up. Yeah, you know, with COVID and and you're not prepared for it. Yeah, it was hard in the beginning to know, you know, what well, we were I think doing. No one and knew what we were dealing. That's with, right. right. That's right. And, and it was fearful for yeah. the patients. Like, where am I going? Am I going to be there operating? Yeah. I think that's with. Everywhere they yeah. were, they had no idea where they were going to birth. Yeah, but now it's kind of, you know, settled. I mean, obviously there's still COVID out there. We're still yeah. getting COVID patients coming in, but we're more prepared. Yeah. I like to think we're more prepared. We should be by now. I think it's, you know, I remember giving birth at the start of the pandemic. Exactly. You've been through it yourself. And I just remember like that it was just a nut. Like you look back and you think, holy shit, did we really live that? That's like right. did we go through yeah. this? Did we have women go, you know, and it was, you know, sad to, to read it even seeing in the public sector that women were birthing on their and, own. On their own. And yeah, not without have, their support people. You know, or yeah. knowing that women were, had to be in active labour for their partners yeah. to enter the birth yeah. space. And that's like it's. That would be hard. It's what dro- well, drove so, me to do what I do. Yeah, and yeah. you wouldn't have been in your role as a doula, wouldn't have been able to go in and support that person. No. Where I, they would need it the most. Yeah, but even though I was still supporting them. Yeah. yeah. So we had, Yeah. thank God for FaceTime. Yeah, We could right. FaceTime and do those things that yeah. we could give that element of um, support. It, and I always say it's not about me coming in there with my super cape. The power's within them. That's right. They get the job done. Yeah. So it's women are incredible. Yeah. And I'm just there to coach you. I'm your yeah. cheerleader, like yeah. you guys are, the midwives. Right. And it's and I and I am in awe of watching you guys. Like, you know, I sit there and watch. That's really kind. Yeah. You know, we we work as a team up there. That's what yeah. we want. We, right. Th- yeah, you need to have teamwork because in situations where things you know escalate, you yeah. need to know who your team are. You need to be able to rely on your team. Yeah. You know, you're with women, but you also need other people to be with women with you. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. it's, I always say it doesn't need to be serious unless it does. It's yeah. fun. Like it's people fun. forget. You've got to make it fun. You've got to, that's what I think sometimes, you know, walking into a birth room and people are laughing is the best thing ever. Yeah. You know, you get a rapport with the obstetricians, the anaesthetists, the pediatricians, the yeah. theatre staff. Yeah. Your peers, you know, your managers, you've got to, you've got to have a rapport with them to know you know, what they want, what they expect from you within the birth room. Yeah. You know? I remember when where I got Vanessa the door. It was from you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How did that come? Because I was the doula. You are the doula. You yeah. Know, Vanessa, Vanessa the doula. Yeah, and I remember and I'd buzz like at 2 o'clock in the morning, I had to go up to birth, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's Vanessa, <laughs> the um, doula. Like I didn't know what else to say. 
Shut you know who I am. That's who I am. I'm yeah. like that's and so now like I remember when I dropped we dropped off cake or something and I left it in the tea room yes, and you're like Vanessa, Vanessa the, the doula. doula. Yeah. That's what it is. Not that there's many Vanessas around, but we know you are Vanessa yeah. Doula. Well, do you get many doulas in the private sector? Like do no. you find that it's a thing like Um we have sometimes we have somebody that will bring a doula in and yeah. um we used to have a consent form to sign. I think we still do. Yes, you do. Um, the Jewish population, they have a very good doula that comes in a lot. Yes, yes. I've heard You've so much. Heard. Yes. She's great. Um, you know, obviously because Jewish women, uh, their beliefs are very different. So, yeah. you know, a lot of the time Tell. their partners yeah. are there, but they are not allowed to actively touch the woman while she's in labour. So, the, you know, they are kind of there supporting, but they are very much in yeah. the background. Sometimes they're out of the room, so yep. um, they do tend to have their very own doula that comes in, and you know she does very much what you do. She yeah. supports, she helps the midwives. You know yeah. she doesn't tell the midwives what to do. No, um, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how we could. Like I get no. it, and it's not. Uh, it's yeah. not about us to tell you. Like. No. Right? Like if there's a patient's choice or need, they exactly. need to advocate that yeah. themselves yeah. to talk to you. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, when the women are in that in that zone, the, you know, the doula that comes in, she knows what the woman wants and she'll just, she'll ask the midwife, you know, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we change yeah. position? Yeah. How about this? Last time, you know, she did this and this, this, this and yeah. this. And, and, you know, yeah, well, we'll try everything. Yeah. You know? And that's what teamwork's yeah. about, right? And I think as a midwife, you've got to be there to support the doula as well. Yeah. That's how I see it, personally. Well, you have helped me. <laughs> Good. There's been times. Or, you know, and yes. You cake, know, lots cake, of cake. Lots of cake. And, you know, I've been there for like 26 hours, you right? Have. And not left. Well, you yeah. guys Make come sure and go. Been fed. Yes, you do feed me. Yeah, because Ex- I don't want to be picking you up on the floor either. <laughs> you do make sure I get fed and it's. Yeah, it's important. I, I, but, you know what, you give me a big meal in the tea room. I just can't eat that. No. I can't eat that at 2 o'clock in the morning because <laughs> no. otherwise, you know what's going to happen? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I'm asleep. You're asleep. Yeah, yeah, so I just have a little bit of a snack. Yeah. Make sure. Plenty of water. <clears throat> yeah, or they leave. And I love it when I do leave and I've been there for 26 hours and I remember one of the A-nums said to me, do you want to lay down here? Mm. Do you want to just go lay in a bed? And I was like, no, no firstly, I, I do not want someone to walk in and think, you know, they need to do an exam on me. <laughs> But I was like, I no. just need to get out of here. I've done what yeah. I needed to do. I'm yeah. like, 26 hours is a long time. It's a long time. I can guarantee I've never been in that place for 17. That's over, I think I've done a 14 hour. Yeah. But never 26. Yeah. Just. That's hard. Hardcore. It is, it is hardcore. It's just, uh, you know, some dollars that work differently. It's something that I'm. Yeah. Well, uh, you're not going to leave them. Because that's what you're there for. No, we do. We just, just stay till the end. You know, I do have a 10-minute nap. Yeah. I got to. Yeah, yeah. yeah but generally they call for me before they call their partner. Yeah. So I just sort of knock, I just knock my head back a little bit for 10 <laughs> seconds and like, Vanessa, Vanessa. I'm like, yep, oh, yeah. I'm up. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. All good. So it's not I'm really. It's like a shallow mum nap. You know, mum one of those, nap. you know, when, when you're, you're just, still listening. You're still listening. You're just, uh, yeah. just clo- resting the eyes yeah. for a Closing little bit the and then you're. Recharging. you recharge. Yeah. But I do see you guys, you know, the shift work that's involved is just another level. You see the obstetricians, you guys are on your feet mm. constantly. Yeah. Do you Some, record your steps? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I look and I think, oh, have I really moved that much? But I suppose in my role, you know, you're 
you're in and out all of the rooms. Yeah. So you do get a break. You do sit at the desk. You're answering the phone. You're speaking to women coming in in yeah. labour. You're taking. So you're you know, triaging. Calls, definitely. Yeah. yeah triaging. You're making sure your staff are okay. You're always making sure they've had a break. Yeah. Not doesn't always happen. Yeah. Um, but you need to make sure that they're okay as well because if they're not okay. How does, yeah. how does the, the ward run? You so you've know? got lots of hats on. Lots of hats. Lots of hats. Yeah. That's yeah. why you're running all the time. Yeah. you um, got your run. We wear, we wear sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Sneakers for a reason. Yeah. And so how do you, um, what advice would you give to a student that's coming through, no matter the age? I would um, just make sure that is definitely what the role they want to go into. You have to be committed to being a midwife, to be a midwife. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just a job, it's a lifestyle. You yeah. have to, you know, if you like sleep, you need to kind of <laughs> push that aside for a little while. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially if you're studying placements, yeah, you know, getting your births. It's quite it's quite intense. Yeah. You know, um the government have offered free training for student midwives now. Yeah. They have to work so. in the public sector for a certain amount of years. Uh, I think it's a year. Yeah. Um which is great because, you know, there's always going to be a shortage of, mid- of midwives. It's, a, it's yeah. a hard job. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to kind of look after yourself at the same time. So, you know, when I was studying, I had three small children. So I used to do the school run. Yeah. And between the hours of nine and three were my time to get my assignments done. As soon as those children came home, there was no point even trying to work. I never worked into the early hours of the morning because I always knew there was going to be a child coming into the room in the middle of the night or yeah. wanting something first thing in the morning. And, you know, cause you just, I could, couldn't do any of my work very well if I was sleep deprived. You have to, cause you're on your feet. You're, you're on not, your feet. You, you have to, to, you have to like quick. Yeah. You have yeah. to. I mean, you know, we're good now. We're seeing a lot of young girls coming through wanting to be midwives. And yeah. we've got some very good midwives that are really young, but they're committed, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. You, you have to be committed. You can't just be, oh, I fancy being a midwife. It's a hard question I'm going to ask you. So there's obviously, there's stigma about trauma when it comes to obstetric care and trauma when it comes to midwifery care. Okay. How do you, do you really see, what do you, I know it's different where you work, but obviously with your colleagues. Protected in the the private system. Yeah. I think, you know. Because they talk about like, and I know working with you, and even when I've worked in the public sector, we, we talk about when they talk about vaginal examinations for a yeah. moment and how it's done all the time and I only want it. Well, wherever I've been, it's not it's not as said as much as what it's like I've read out there. And I, I obviously so it's happening it's not, as it's often. It's not done as often as, yeah, as, as, as what they're yeah. saying. Like, Again, so, I don't know what happens in the public yeah. system because I've not had that experience yeah. here, but I feel that in the place where I work, we try and keep them to a minimum. Yeah. And if there's any trauma anywhere along the line with, you know, with women, we, you know, consent is a massive thing. Consent, consent, consent for everything. Yeah. Even consent to kind of put a blood pressure cuff on, you know, you're going to, you're always telling the woman what you're doing. Yeah. Um, if they say no, then that's, that's it. No is no. Yeah. Um, you know, if they only want their obstetrician to do a vaginal examination, then we're, we're on the phone, you know. Yeah. Sometimes the obstetrician will ask you to do one. You always ask the woman if that's okay. If they say, no, I want my doctor to do it, then fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about having that voice in that space, you have to, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, being women being educated, knowing that, you know, 
it, it happens. Yeah. Vaginal examinations are a thing to assess the progress of labour in the right at the right time. Yeah. Some women can come in and not have one vaginal examination because they don't need it. Yeah. And then by the time they're about to have the baby, it's obvious they're about to have the baby. They don't need it to be confirmed yeah. by an examination. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I think, like, prior. It's to know. To know. To know what happens. Yeah. And it's to not like the, the movies. Like, birth is yeah. not like the movies. And All the textbooks. Some of the textbooks, you know, they're not... I don't read midwifery-based literature. Yes. Because Why? I... I don't feel I need to. Not, yeah, well, you see Just because I see it on a day-to-day. Like, I yeah. don't really follow that many um, doctors' Instagram accounts because I'm living and breathing it every day. I work full-time. I see it. I have a little look every now and again just to see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't need to be on social media and seeing that when I'm not at work, you know? Yeah, because you want to... Because you need some downtime. So what fills your cup after... Well, a- I obviously look at yours. <laughs> So what oh. fills your cup up after, especially after being in a big birth or a big an event or something like that? Am I allowed to say wine, gin? Yeah. Sometimes just yeah. the odd glass. Yeah, Not yeah. That I do that that often because I'm usually too tired. But, yeah. Push it you know, Go home. Walk the dogs. On, walk the dogs. Dogs. Yes. Yes. Puppies. Play with the dogs. Yep. Just sit and chat to my kids. You know. Yeah. Um, and do nothing sometimes. Yeah, doing nothing is because great. before you know it, you're on back on. You're back on, on unless yeah. you're on a proper yeah. You've break. got to look after yourself. Yeah, you know, exercise. I like to exercise, although I haven't done for a very long time. And finding that motivation to get back into it. Yeah, but once you're into it, it's great. It helps the headspace as well. I think for it, exercise. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, well it's been my pleasure. <laughs> How good are we at talking? I'll see you at the next birth. <laughs> yes, you will. I'll be there, I'm sure, yes. next week. Not this week, though, because I'm on leave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got Thank some... you so much. No it's worries. fun. Thank you. It's always fun. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. For more, join our Facebook group, The Modern Doula.